You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 118. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 118. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hi there, baby cakes. Good day, my love. Good day, kind sir. Yes. It's a beautiful <laughs> Sunday here in Southern Southern California. You mean Monday the 21st when this lands in people's inboxes. Yes, that. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. That's what I meant to say. Oh, they're on to us. <laughs> you mean this isn't live? Right. We're coming, well, it's live We're coming to you live <laughs> from Joy Junkie Studios. Well, hello, everyone. Hello, pod people. Fine Monday morning to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And we are so excited to bring you yet another installment of the Joy Junkie Show podcast. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about feelings. 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 Feeling your emotions. I don't know any songs. That's what I was going to Wow. That was rough. (laughs) Old Um, school. So, yeah, we're going to talk about how to feel. Instead of throwing yourself into work or a huge pile of Ben and Jerry's ice cream or numbing out on Facebook or, or masturbating eight times a day or, or <laughs> wow or <laughs> contacting people you know you shouldn't contact like your ex. So we're just going to talk about what we tend to do instead of feeling mm-hmm. instead of going through our natural human process that we're kind of designed to to feel and designed to go through but everything in our society tells us not to you know that's interesting yeah i'm interested to hear the the dichotomy of those two well and it's what really is nature and what's nurture nature goulet (laughs) that's why i come up here nature goulet oh again with the goulet Right, but honestly, what is, you know, how much of that is nature and how much of it is nurturing from our society or from our parenting or whatever? Well, I think, and this is something we're going to totally get into, but I think just even when you look at our natural physiological response to, let's say, crying. Right. Right, like our body, there's something physiological happening with our body and we want to cry. We want to admit this watery substance from our eyes that usually is in tandem with an emotional you know what i mean right feeling and our society says don't cry don't do that like don't Mm. do that i mean we've talked about this a couple of times on the pod but i think most of it is our culture our society yeah i really do okay yeah okay. Uh, because you you want to other cultures that just Ball it out. Oh, you know what? There is, man. There, there is. Yeah, like the Sicilians. Yeah, we were we were, were watching um, six, feet, six under. feet under. Six feet under. That's right, and they were showing this burial, and they were all dressed in black and just wailing. Yeah. About you know, the loss of their loved one. Yeah, and into it, like 
really getting into yeah. it. And and then flash flash back to many US funerals. And everyone is stifled and quiet and, and reserved. Stoic and yeah. somber and right. don't feel, just hold it all inside. Even the loved ones are, you know, asked to keep it together for and, this. Right. And if you're crying, you kind of like cower and hide. Right. You know, hide your face that you're crying and Yeah. It's not That's interesting. we don't mm-hmm. applaud emoting. It's true. If it's, not in that way. If it's grief or something like that. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to get all into that today. And we're going to talk even about, well, what do you do if you have so radically conditioned yourself not to feel that you don't even know what what what's feeling what? what feeling really is anymore? Yeah, or how? What's what in the butt? What? Oh, hey <laughs> I said what what in the butt. I said what what in the butt. I said what what in the butt. I said what. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, whatever. I hope people don't know that reference. But yeah, that's a bad one. That's a rough one. So, but before we get all into that, I have to tell you guys, registration is open mm. for a, a a class that I am teaching, co-teaching with Andrea Owen from Your Kick-Ass Life. She was on the pod just a few weeks ago. And we are teaching an entire course. It's going to span over about seven or eight weeks four different self-love modules. So one of the pieces that we're going to dig into is how to feel your emotions and how to how to really feel and how that really inhibits you from loving yourself, processing what you're supposed to process. And it, we're also looking at self-forgiveness. And we've talked about that a little bit on the pod, but this is much more of an immersion, much more of a transformative type of course. Wow. And self-worth you know that's another thing we've talked about like this idea of what makes you enough and then something that Andrea and I both speak about constantly in our work is your inner critic and Mm -hmm. actually dealing with that kind of barrage of commentary that goes through our minds day in and day out and how to get a real handle on it so here's what I need you to know the entire class the entire like eight week journey, including live coaching calls with us and all sorts of content and work worksheets and materials, is only two hundred dollars. Wow! And wow, we that's half off. We're we're it's on sale right now. Early bird pricing for one ninety seven. It will jump to three ninety seven. You're killing me, Amy. Ew! <laughs> I hate that one. Ew. And till today only, today is the last day, if you're listening on Monday the 21st, to get in on a huge bonus that we're including, which is, it's basically a self-love audio bundle that has over 15 hours of interviews that Andrea and I did with self-love experts in their fields. And this this is all yours, completely free. We used to sell it. We don't sell it any longer. It's not available anywhere else. We used to sell it for $97, and we're throwing this in for free. Wow. And it, it covers all sorts of discussions around self-love in your body. Like, how do you deal with body image? Mm-hmm. Uh, self-love in money. How does it affect your financial house? Self-love and sex and relationships. How does that affect? So all of that bundle, you get that entire thing for free. Plus, the class is already half off. Damn. But that extra bonus is only available for today. So, so if it's you, like three quarters off. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, way to go, babe. Right. So if you want in on that, 
let me tell you where to go. Go to theselfloverevolution.com slash TMC. And TMC is short as an acronym for the master's course. So that's the class that we're teaching. Cool. And it, it we've, we've taught this a couple of times before. It's been completely remastered, gutted. We've changed tons of different tools. We've used the stuff that was the most potent, that we've seen the most radical influence in our students, both individually and all three times we've taught it together. It's just been completely redone, and it's the lowest price we have ever offered it for. We really want to get it into the hands of more people. Like there's yeah. an, an epidemic out there of people who put everybody else in front of themselves, don't give enough attention to who they are. You know, people talk to us all the time about thank you so much for everything you do on the pod, and you know, but we put so much effort and energy into who we want to be in this world. It's true. And so true. you have to put importance around it. Mm-hmm. And you know something that I've noticed, uh, and I might be a little biased, but your products have matured and grown so much. Yeah, they really have. And not to say that they weren't good before, but they're like stellar these days. Like you really have got it nailed down. Thanks, babe. Well, Andrea and I were talking about this and we were we both really feel like we have grown so much and we have oh, learned yeah. so many different tools and modalities right. that we felt there was no way we could do the master's course again unless we remastered mm-hmm. it. And my God, have we ever. We've yeah. learned so much more. And That's we're awesome. just super, super thrilled. We're thrilled to be able to give it away for such a ch- such an inexpensive amount. Get it in more people's hands. Perfect. And, you know, so 197 theselfloverevolution.com slash TMC. I've got a question for you. Oh, you do? Mm -hmm. It's a rhetorical question, but what would you rather? Oh! Would you rather... Would you rather spend $200 on a bad date or a concert or uh, three months of coffee? Uh... Or would you rather go to a life-changing event for 197? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm so glad you asked, Mr. Smith. I know what I would choose. (laughs) But no, it's true. It's true when you think about how easily we fork over 200 bucks for shit that really doesn't matter. A concert. Or a couple pairs of shoes. Mm-hmm. Or like you said, like getting Starbucks every day. Right. Or even having whatever it is. But how infrequently do we go, you know what? Who I am in this world, how I feel about myself, that is permeating every fucking area of my life, that's where I need to put an investment in. Right. It's it, And we just like kind of graze through this life. We're just like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Which is actually a perfect thing for us to talk about today as we talk about the ways in which we deal with our emotions. Because one of the biggest ways that people numb out is to spend money Mm. on other shit. Retail therapy. Yeah, retail therapy. Yeah. Or on booze or on, you know, other experiences so that they don't have to feel. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. 
If you are interested, we would absolutely love to have you. Again, time is ticking. The early bird pricing will still be available for a while, but it's just the bonus that will not be available oh, after today. So the bonus is just today. Yeah. Yeah. It's been going on for the last, you know, five days or so, but mm. it's a short term thing. So anyway, selfloverevolution.com slash TMC. Join us. Master's course. All right. So let's talk about how to feel instead of all of the things that we tend to do. And so here is the typical response. Here's the typical trajectory of how things work. You go through something challenging, arresting, you deal with criticism, rejection. Uh, you go through a rough patch, something where you feel what we would term like a negative emotion, something that you really don't want to feel. Okay. Then what happens? You get really uncomfortable. You get like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to feel this grief, sadness, anger, frustration, doubt, um, depression, whatever that feeling is. We, we're, it's so uncomfortable. We don't want to feel it. And you don't want to stay there. So then you go into one of a multitude of choice behaviors. And they can range from really mild to really elaborate, like addiction. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of addiction happens, almost, I would argue that almost all addiction happens because there is something we don't want to feel. Right. And we have a go-to behavior like sex, alcohol, drugs, something like that. Like you don't see a lot of people, food, absolutely. You don't see a lot of people on like intervention or dealing with addiction who were completely self-aware, very well adjusted, and they just happen to get addicted to a substance. Right. Most of the time, there's some sort of egregious situation that happened, whether it's in childhood or beyond, that people go, "I this is too much to feel. Mm-hmm. And I need to do need something to, numb it out. to not feel it. Yeah. So we typically do one of two things in those behavioral patterns. We do something specifically to numb out. And that can look like turning to food. That's a huge one, of course. And yeah. I don't profess to be a an authority on food addiction or, or any addiction really at all. I just want everybody listening to look at what are my go-to behaviors. So food, drinking, uh, sex, attention, even yeah. just trying to get attention or positive feedback, something that can actually give you a frequency of feeling good. Mm-hmm. Some people, it's adrenaline and it's right. a rush, which in and of itself, I don't think is a big deal. It's only a big deal if it's interfering from you actually feeling something that you need to feel. Living your best life. Well, I really think that feeling our emotions is the fastest way to heal. Yeah. But it's the process that we resist the most. That's true. That's true. We do kind of resist it. And like, oh, it takes time and I'm not ready to feel that yet. What, what's that about? When you're It's like, an avoidance. You're just avoiding? This is. What if your body's just not really ready? You're still in the shock of things. Well, yeah. If, if we're talking dealing with massive trauma, I think that's part of our bodies helping us yeah. into deal. You know, it's the same way someone gets like. To slowly release it. Yes. All at once, right? Well, I think we have natural human defenses like that. Like you see those crazy like tales from the ER where somebody gets impaled with something. And, you know, it, it, I remember watching Tales from the ER and somebody had gotten impaled with uh, a, like a gigantic um, 
piece of wood that had speared their throat and they didn't feel it. And you hear stories about that all the time, like where their body doesn't feel it because the trauma is so intense that the body shuts it down. Well, I think the exact same thing happens with the emotional trauma. Mm -hmm. At the initial cause of trauma. Right. But not decades afterwards. Well, what about like uh, loss of a loved one, your soulmate or something like that? I mean, that never really goes away. Right, right. But I do think there's a potency Mm. at the very beginning where your body is just trying to survive and just trying to take care of you. And then I think there's a whole other process where people are, it's starting to be less intense, but the pain is so uncomfortable that instead of really wailing, like yeah. like what we were talking about, yeah, like yeah. really wailing and, and actually losing yourself, being vulnerable, we would rather throw ourselves into work mm. or drinking or even people doing like a lower scale behavior that's not necessarily a full-blown addiction, but zoning out on Facebook or TV or busying yourself or obsessively cleaning and organizing, reaching out to people you know you shouldn't. You know, like when you, maybe it's your ex or trying to get attention from somebody. Scandalous. So that is one way that we do it. We numb out in one of those particular behaviors. The other way that we really avoid our feelings is through blame, through making it somebody else's fault. Mm -hmm. So if you are in a situation where you got rejected or criticized heavily from somebody at work or a dating relationship, instead of taking it actually internally and feeling what that loss feels like or that disappointment feels like we turn it into blame Uh, like well you did this to me and you are awful and look at how awful you are and you're horrible and you do Mm -hmm. you 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 and it's a projection like let me take this pain that i feel and instead of really feeling it i'm just going to make you wrong yeah so that is the first step if you're listening to this going, oh, yeah, I cannot be with emotion. Nailed me. A real way to kind of analyze this is if you are one of those people that if somebody starts crying, you freak out. That's a huge uh. indication that you are not okay with emotion. Are you that person? If you are, then I want you to think right now when something happens, what are my go-to behaviors? Do I tend to blame Do I tend to numb out through partying, through Mm -hmm. throwing myself into work? That's a big one. That's a big one, So there's a couple of them that are quite noble. One is obsessing about your kids, throwing them into your kids, uh, distracting yourself from feeling by handling stuff with your children or work or health and fitness. Like, Let me just overly work out or, uh, you know, or overly clean and organize my house. So sometimes there's things that actually are kind of awesome. Yeah. You know, like a clean house or, you know, taking care of your children. I'm not saying that those behaviors are a problem. I'm saying that you not feeling is the problem. Whatever you choose as the behavior is kind of irrelevant. Well, let me ask you this then. Like uh, for me, sometimes working out is an emotional release. Yes. So is it's not the action, it's how you use it? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So in that case, I would say you're not running from an emotion. You're using the, the vessel of working out to release emotion or to feel. Right. Okay. Right. Oh, 
getting a fax. Joy Junkie <laughs> Studios, how can we help you? <laughs> I don't think people can hear that. Can you guys hear our fax message? Yeah, I don't think they can hear it. Uh, anyway, so that is your, yeah, and that's a really great thing that you brought up because like I just mentioned, the the range of behaviors that you could turn to range from extremely detrimental oh, to extremely yeah. healthy. Anything, yeah. The point is, are you doing them to avoid feeling something? Got it. And then that second step, when you go, oh my gosh, yes, I numb out on Facebook, or oh my gosh, yes, I go face first into some Ben and Jerry's. Your second, <laughs> it, which I've been known to do, your second <laughs> place to look is, what am I, what am I trying to not feel? Mm-hmm. What am I running from? Interesting, yeah. So it's really interesting. When my dad died in 07, all three of us, my two brothers and myself, completely processed differently. For sure. I noticed that too. One brother tended to drink a little bit more. One brother walls up, just refused to feel. Just numbed out. Like, put just put up that defense of, I'm not letting this in. Mm -hmm. And then I just plowed right through it. Just talking to sales clerks, crying my eyes out like, I'll take paper, (laughs) you know, or (laughs) pumping my gas and just crying. And I processed to the other side where, and I believe wholeheartedly that that's where our resilience comes from. That's how we are able to conquer challenges and obstacles in our life is that if we actually feel it. And then both brothers ended up going through kind of the trauma of it years later. Right. Because it, you're, it doesn't just go away. It'll manifest somewhere else. It'll manifest in disease or your next relationship yeah. or screaming and yelling. You have a breakdown one day. Like we're not designed to stifle our emotions. Right. We're not. And how, how awesome does it feel to um, realize that you are the person that can overcome? Right. You know, like that in itself is worth taking a look at. Right. Well, and I think that's really amazing that you just said that because we don't, and again, we're not taught this, but we don't think that it's within us. Like if we're experiencing pain, we think, well, what I need is just somebody to love me. Right. Or some what I need. external influence. Oh my gosh, I just need a drink. Yeah. Or I just need to blow off some steam. Or mm-hmm. I just need to not be present right now. I need to, you know. And so we think we need all of these other things outside of ourselves instead of what we've been given already, which is that power to process. Yeah. That's why they call it inner peace, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> For that very reason. And why they call it personal development. Because it's personal? Because it's fucking personal. (laughs) So those are your first two steps, identifying what your go-to behaviors are. And I'm not – well, and then the second piece is what are you actually running from? What are you trying specifically not to feel? And just identifying those two things to begin with. But I really think that it's not necessarily that any of those uh, those isolated behaviors are an issue on their own. Like I've said plenty of times, sometimes you do need to just mow on some Ben and Jerry's or you need a little whiskey or something. The problem is when it's habitual, when it is the only way in which you cope with emotion is you go to one of these things. Mm-hmm. Isolated, no big deal. Yeah. Compound effect, huge deal because now you don't create a space for feeling or emoting. 
All right, so the third thing then that you can do is decide on a way in which to process. So a lot of times people do well with something physical, like you were saying, like doing something, uh, working out, as long as you're processing as you're doing it. That's the whole thing is if you're doing it to avoid feeling, then it's counterproductive. But volunteer work or something like that. mm -hmm. That's another example of something that you could be just numbing your mind out with. It depends how you're processing through it. Right. Now, and that's just all focus and that's just perspective about why you're there. Yeah. But even some of like uh, specific ways to process through body work, like going to – like what are some modalities in massage that are really good for emotional release? Reiki, Reiki. craniosacral. There's tons. Yeah. So you could go into like a holistic methodology like that with the specific intent to process. Like structural integration is a big one for emotioning, uh, uh, handling and um, kind of delving into the emotional aspect of yourself through your physicality. Right, which is what you're an authority on. Yeah, that's my medium. So you could choose something like that. Or chiropractic work does stuff with releasing of energy and emotion. You have to be intentional about processing. So you can choose whatever avenue you want, but it's about saying, I know that I'm feeling something. I know that these are the behaviors that I usually go to to not feel. And here's what I'm going to do about it to actually give myself that expanse. And I think you will be blown away at your ability to come out the other side, your resilience, your ability to get through whatever that obstacle is Mm -hmm. when you really allow room for the emotion. So you could also do something like journaling. Maybe if you're mad at somebody in particular, just doing a huge like letter to them expressing how you feel. One of my favorites is driving and parking somewhere where nobody can see you or hear you and just screaming your head off, you know? Or another one that I love is locking yourself in in your own room where you have your own privacy, where you feel safe, and specifically listening to music or watching a movie or something like that that you know will spark emotion and that you will likely cry or bawl your eyes out or whatever. And and giving yourself that private solitude and sacred space to do so. So you can choose whatever method you want as long as you're actually addressing how you feel. And Got it. And that's going to be different depending on how people process. Sure. And then you might have to experiment a little bit because you might not know. If you're used to shutting off your emotions and never feeling, you're probably going to have to experiment a little bit and see what does give me a really cathartic release like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now... The fourth thing that I really wanted to, to mention, and this is this can be really advantageous if you are one of those people who has habitually shut off emotion and have conditioned yourself just to not feel like I was mentioning one of my brothers just like walls up. Correct. I yeah. choose I'm not even gonna go go there. Right. right. And you condition yourself to be that way. Well, a lot of that is you know tapping into your actual senses because our senses are a way for us to really experience life 
right? Okay. So you can even, so if you know this is you and you have just been like, nope, not going to feel. And you've created that over, you know, the course of your life. Start with your senses. Next time you eat food, take your time and feel what it feels like to taste that particular texture. Like, what does that texture feel like? Smell it. Like, take a second to just smell your food before you even eat it. Savor the taste of it. When you go for a walk the next time, really look. Like, I do this when I walk the dogs. And there's a handful of really beautiful roses that I pass. And I I do take the time to smell them. <laughs> the proverbial smelling of the roses. But I not also really... Not the dogs. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's a whole other experience. But I will really look at the intricacies and use my sight and look at all of these different components of the flower. And I have to say, like, it's counterintuitive. Like, intuitively, my body is like, got to get back to, got to get back to work. Get what's, the t- what's the next thing to do? Walk mm-hmm. them, done, check it off the list. So we, again, are kind of conditioned in our culture to not slow down. Right. We are expedited all the time. Yes. And so, if we're not, then we're lazy. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you get branded. So... I'm always looking at what can I do in the midst of this crazy busy life to actually tap into my senses and really feel and experience life. And I have to make it a, a practice, like yeah. a habit. Fortunately for you, you get to feel all day long, like tangibly, tactilely. Sure. You know? Yeah. No, that's uh, it's a plus and a minus, just like anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... If you can do that, like even the next time you hug your spouse or your child, feel what they feel like in your arms. What does their hair smell like? Hopefully, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when I was dyeing my hair and you and I was using that horrible shit on my hair? And I was like, ooh, you smell so good. And you were like, y- you smell okay. <laughs> but, you smell adequate. <laughs> or listen to some music and really hear it. Listen to the different nuances of the the bass or the treble or the whatever it is. It's all about the bass. All about that bass, baby. <laughs> but that can be, senses can be just an entry point into starting to get more in tune, less numb, less guards up. That's a little bit more vulnerable. Yeah. And you can do it all on your, on, on your own. Just at your desk at work, tasting your food. Getting in the process of sensation versus numb. And then the fifth thing that I really wanted to mention is really knowing what that lack of feeling is. And it's a defense. So I want you to exercise extreme compassion towards yourself. Because if you have gotten to a place where you have chosen not to feel, it is most likely because it was your method of defending yourself you don't ever think let me shut down my emotions so that i can just not experience life and completely cause myself all this turmoil we do it because we think it's some sort of and it's subconscious we do it because we think it's some sort of protective measure it's defensive so i don't have to feel how awful that rejection felt or how sad i am about so and so leaving so give yourself compassion like okay up until now, that was my way of taking care of myself. That was my body coming to my defenses. That was what I was equipped with right. up until now. Now that I can understand why 
even my subconscious mind went down that path. And I can understand the cost to my life. It's preventing intimacy with other people. That's a huge piece. It prevents you from experiencing the good emotions like joy and euphoria when you pick up your grandkids or when you run a marathon and you're so proud of yourself. It infringes on you actually feeling pride. Yeah. So let me get – so what you're saying is don't beat yourself up about the way you've done things in the past. Right. Each moment is a chance to change that and feel. Well – Exactly, because up until now, that that was all you knew was, right. okay, if I numb out, if I don't entertain, I can stay somewhat safe. Like we do it as a defense. But now, if the light switch is turned on and you're noticing, oh, no wonder I have a hard time really celebrating my successes or really letting love in Mm. or really feeling joyful when I hold my child or really connecting with my partner. No wonder because I've shut off my emotions this whole time out of defense. And now that I know that, now I can employ all of this stuff that I just learned to start helping me experience all of the ranges of emotions. So what do you tell somebody that says, I'm just afraid that if I let that emotion out, it's going to ruin me or it's going to, you know, backfire on me or I'm going to take it out on other people or like it's better for me just to keep it in its compartment. Well, I would say a couple of things. I would say one, you're very normal. I think that's what keeps most people from processing Mm -hmm. is I don't know what that territory looks like. It's too scary. So I'd rather just know what I'm dealing with right now and numb out. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I would say is be clear about what it costs you. Oh, yeah. How is that working out for you? How is that working out in your relationships? How is that working out with celebrating who you are? How is the joy? How is the happiness? Right. It's all Together, you don't get to say, I'm going to experience euphoria and intimacy and depth and love, but not grief, pain, hardship, sadness, depression. If you're going to feel, you have to feel it all. So just know if you choose to guards up and not feel at all, it costs you also your happiness. That's the human plight. Yeah. So there's a product called the master's class, right? The master's course. The master's course <laughs> that uh, that might be able to help you tackle some of these issues. Here. I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> um, yeah, but this is an entire week. We're spending an entire week and an entire mm. lesson specifically on this. Right. Because again, like I said, give yourself some compassion. Most people are here. I yeah. had the great fortune of growing up in a family that, that really allowed me to feel. And... Uh, applauded feeling your emotions most people don't have that it's true that's a rare rare scenario and i think people are wired differently so that's one of the reasons why andrea and i felt so incredibly strong about this being a module in the course because most people struggle with it Mm -hmm. and then you wonder why you can't connect with your partner or you don't feel excited when you actually accomplish something back to the basics right Mm -hmm. and it interferes with your self-love then you start going gosh i I, I, 
I can't hold down a relationship to save my life or why don't I accept accept and, and celebrate all of these awesome successes in my job and it's never enough. It's all tied together. Yeah. It's all tied together. So we felt like it would be negligent for us to not address this issue because so many people deal with it. So if you know like, okay, yes, I need to work on that. Yes, I need to work on self-worth and forgiving myself and how I speak to myself, then for God's sakes, join us and get a huge, amazing bonus while you're there. Plus get it for half off. So go to the theselfloverevolution.com slash TMC. You can read all about it. We have a great return policy if you're, you know, having any trepidation. Um, we've seen it make radical changes in people's life. Read the testimonials. You know, like, don't take it from us. Of course, we fucking believe in it. But read students who have gone through this, who were scared. And I, I'll tell you what, how often we hear people who say, I was hesitant to spend money on me. Mm-hmm. And we hear that whether it's fucking a $13 audio course or a $600 class. That's crazy, yeah. It doesn't even matter what the monetary amount is. It's the framework of your mind saying, I'm worthy of this. I deserve to put money, energetic currency towards who I want to be in this world, how I feel about myself, my fucking happiness. So anyway, I could go on. I get worked up. I'm sold. (laughs) Well, it's women only. (laughs) Oh, here we go. God damn it. Here we go. (laughs) Damn it. So I need some emotional baggage to get into. Is that what you're telling me? (laughs) Emotional baggage. Oh, Oh. well played. Well played. So if you're interested, again, cruise by the selfloverevolution.com slash TMC. Read all about it. We would love to have you. And I think that's pretty much it for today. Anything you wanted to add? No, I think I've added plenty. All right. Yeah. No, I I really appreciate your insight. Uh, So we will see you around these parts next week. So here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. Out.